0: <laughs> money, 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 money. All right, welcome everybody to another edition of the Free Money Podcast. We're sorry we missed you last week. Drew was on vacation and refused to uh to work. He said, "I'm not doing a, po- a podcast." And Jay and I just. Couldn't imagine doing this without Drew, so we ended up uh, saving it. This is going to be our bowl edition podcast. There are 19 bowl games after Christmas, and we're going to do all 19. We're not doing the ones before Christmas. Right now the New Orleans Bowl is going on, Louisiana Tech and Georgia Southern. We did not include that in this. Uh, It'll just be all the bowl games after Christmas, so no NFL this week. It is bowl game only, and Drew – we have been, especially me, I've been so terrible, which is interesting because I actually prepare more than I used to on our old ones, which shows that like, I should go back to the same theory I do with stocks, et cetera, just pick and then don't think about it. And maybe that's where we'll have more success this week.
1: Yeah, it's been a rough year for me. You know, we, we make our picks here, but we don't necessarily bet all these, but my actual betting picks have been equally bad. I even just quit two weeks ago Last Saturday was one of the best sports days ever, and I didn't even look at spreads because I didn't want to be tempted. It's been so bad. I'm chalking it up to just a weird year where you can't get a feel for anything, but it's, it's been an ugly 2020.
0: It has. It has. And if it wasn't for the success, uh, Jay Lyndon of my s- stock, BNGO, which this tells you how much I knew about it, I don't even know what the name of it is. It, that's the <laughs> symbol, B-O, Bionomogenomics. It went up uh, 30% today. And uh, that is the only reason I'm even here. Otherwise, I would be having to uh, cry on my own.
2: It's funny you say that I had a stock go way up today. It's EKSO. It's like an exoskeleton thing where I don't know, but it, it went up 28%. So there we big go. Big
0: on the exoskeletons, always have been. Jay Linden, he's not an ecto guy, he's an exo guy. And he's always been like that. And uh, I'm glad to see things are going well. Well,
1: while we're bragging on our stocks, your boy here finally made the commitment to Bitcoin and it took off two days after I did it. I saw it. that and I thought of you. It's like, just I'm like in the last week. I'm up 40% uh, on Bitcoin and I just did it a week or two ago. So
0: I I, I
1: got in right at the right don't time. Understand
0: I still don't understand where you get it. I don't know what to do with it. Uh, so I, I feel like that's just, I've decided you get to a point in your old age where you're like, this is just not going to be something I know anything about. And I'm okay with that. I feel like that about modern rap music and Bitcoin. Those are the two things that I've just written off and said, you know what, it's just not going to be something I know.
1: Well, I'm riding the wave. It's I'm with you. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm still nervous. It could bottom out at any moment. I don't know. I don't even know where my Bitcoin is located, but I, I'm excited that I'm finally on the team. People who followed our advice last week about
0: buy Tesla leading into the day everybody had it for the S&P and then sell it right after, if you did that, you made a lot of money. I actually didn't do it because I I was like, I'm not going to follow my own advice, but that would have been very successful. It rose like $60 on Friday and then went down immediately the next Monday. You could have done very well if you followed that advice, but uh, we'll have another stock tip a little bit later in the day. So Jay, what's the first uh, bowl game?
2: I actually followed your Tesla tip. So I thank you. I actually got well, a lot of money. So
0: I'm glad that worked out for you. I did not do it, but go ahead.
2: The first game is Saturday, December twenty-sixth, the Gasparilla bowl. But guess what? It got canceled.
0: I was about to say that got canceled, didn't it? I don't think we it uh, did. that was supposed to be what, South Carolina UAB? Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I set- did
0: see that they told UAB. Basically, be ready, because any bowl game where somebody cancels, they're making UAB go. So, if I'm UAB, I'm sitting there going, come on, Sugar Bowl.
1: Let's get one of those teams to cancel, and then UAB gets to go. No, I'm ready for UAB Clemson in the playoff. I mean, they told them it could be any game. Why not? I love
0: that idea, though. You're UAB, and you're just sitting there hoping teams get COVID. Please get COVID so we can play.
2: Well, the next bowl game – Speaking of COVID, is the Cure Bowl, which is a great name for the bowl, which is in Orlando. But this is the rematch of Liberty, Coastal Carolina that that got postponed because Liberty got um, COVID. And then if you remember um, the Sunbelt Championship, Coastal Carolina got COVID and didn't get to play in it. So this is Liberty, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is a seven-point favorite.
0: So they've already played, right? You said that rematch. Did they already play? Well, no, no.
2: no. If you remember, Liberty and Coastal rematch of a game
0: that didn't play. Okay.
2: Correct. Correct.
0: Well, um, so, you know my opinion. I refuse to uh, bet on Liberty just out of principle. Uh, I'm a big believer that religious institutions should not have presidents that try to have uh, threesomes or <laughs> with, <laughs> with students. It's just a, you know, I'm a stickler like that. Everybody has different interpretations the Bible, Drew. That's just mine. Um, so I tend to try and I like Coastal Carolina. I love the name Chanticleer. Uh, they I watched some of that BYU game, which was an awesome game. And you know, everybody's like saying "Oh, Cincinnati got screwed. Well, I think Coastal Carolina got screwed because at least Cincinnati is playing a good game. Coastal Carolina has got to play in the Cure Bowl, which I don't even know what that is. I think they come out, they're angry. They do it for Dustin Johnson. They do it for all of the uh, TikTok influencers. Apparently, Coastal Carolina has more TikTok influencers than any other college. So they do that and they and they cover.
1: Uh, I'm not as... Anti uh, threesome as you, you know I'm a big the heart wants what it wants guy, and you know the, the fall wells would that's and By the way, hilarious. that was in the that's in the book of Jeremiah. The heart <laughs> wants what it wants. Yeah, it, I mean what they do behind closed doors will not affect where I put my money in this bowl game, but I'm with you on just kind of liking everything happening in Coastal Carolina from the, the TikToks. I mean they're undefeated. Uh, I was very impressed. I finally watched uh, one of their games, the BYU game, when uh, BYU had to fill in for Liberty and they won that one as an underdog. I'm just going to watch them finish this undefeated season by beating Liberty and covering the spread.
2: This game may come down to which coach is most distracted by the offers they're going to get from other schools. Um, I'm going to go with you guys here. I, I've watched Coast Carolina a couple times, and, and and they can light it up. I think they'll cover um, the seven points, so I'm going to go with them.
0: Do you think, like you said, golfers, like Hugh Freeze, I mean – somebody's gonna hire Hugh Freeze but like you kind of have to decide you don't care about anything to hire Hugh Freeze don't you I mean mean, he hired prostitutes with the school's credit card I think wasn't it like I mean I feel like there's a I think they were just strippers to be clear okay well I mean whatever (laughs) phrase you want to use I guess it was strippers I'm just saying like that I, I don't know I just feel like The word is that Auburn was interested in him, and the SEC and NCAA, the NCAA basically was like, if you hire Hugh Freeze, get ready to get punished in your basketball thing. I don't know if I believe that, but like, I don't know. You got to be a certain kind of school to hire Hugh Freeze,
1: don't you? Wherever he ends up, it'll be a fun ride for a few years, but he'll burn them in the end, and it'll be a mess, and they'll regret doing it. Don't. The hire will be great for a few when he first gets there, they'll win games, it'll be fun, exciting, and then he'll he'll do Hughes free things. Who Hugh, Hugh frees things and leave them behind. Do you know who the coach is at Coastal Carolina, Jay?
0: I forget
2: his name. No. Yeah, I don't know either. But right. this this game was actually Phil's two star pick. And he's going dead against us. He's going with the Falwells.
0: Well, who do you think the third was? That's just so stupid Here's why I like that You know, people can't see us on this Zoom It is very hard when we talk about Anything except football To even get Jay and Lyndon to crack a smile He gets uncomfortable Anytime we stray from football And that caused a laugh from him So because of that, I consider it successful uh, He's got his big mountain man beard today And he is laughing So I, I consider that a successful joke What's the next game, Jay? The next game
2: is the First Responder Bowl, which is, which, is, which is a big bowl game here. It's Louisiana Lafayette at Texas San Antonio. Now, Texas San Antonio was supposed to play S- SMU in the Frisco Bowl. Oh, yeah. Louisiana Lafayette didn't get to play in the Sunbelt Championship against Coastal Carolina because, like I said earlier, that game got canceled. This is also Phil's two-star pick. Louisiana is minus 14 here.
0: Okay, so first of all, I have interviewed the Louisiana head coach. I interviewed him on ESPN right after they upset Iowa State in the first game of the year, and I found him to be very charming. He was very happy. First of all, I do think that I'm sure our nation's first responders feel so honored that this game will be in their name. Like, they're sitting there, and they're on the front lines fighting COVID, and they're like, look, this is difficult. You know, we're, at, we're, we're, we're putting our health on the line, our family's health on the line, but at least Louisiana Lafayette and Texas San Antonio will be playing to sort of give us the power we need to get through. Um, I have no idea about Texas San Antonio except uh, what's-her-name went there. Do you remember um, the girl that uh, – Kennedy Hardman, right, that was on oh, yeah, former I think she went to Texas San Antonio. I believe you're right. You and she sat next to each other for the Greg Marshall wife thing. If I'm correct, am I right about that?
1: <laughs> we were the two reporters on the scene for that. You're you're definitely right. correct.
0: Um, but anyway, I I no offense to to uh, to Kennedy. I think I'm going to pick um, Louisiana to cover and to win.
1: I got thrown off when I said first responders bowl. I thought literally they meant we'll take the first two teams that respond and want to play in this bowl. And that's why we ended up with these teams. (laughs) Okay, I'm with you. I like Um, that. Well done. Well, they'll honor. They'll be honored because um, I got I got UTSA, the Roadrunners covering here. Uh, Fun little fact, your boy did research. They have four losses this year, all back in October. They uh, ended the year on a nice win streak. I don't think they'll win this game, but at 14 points in a bowl game that was just thrown together, I'm willing to say they'll cover.
2: Louisiana's only loss was to Coastal Carolina, and I, th- I think this will be a makeup game for them missing their conference championship. I think Louisiana's going to kill them, Drew. Sorry about that. And Phil, guess what he did? He This was his two-star, but he threw in something a little different here. Drew – Phil wants us to go with the under 56 in this game.
0: Mm. Phil doesn't usually do that. I'll, I'll tell you what, if I on Saturday remember to bet the under in the first responder bowl – I will call it the, I didn't have anything to do at Christmas, so I just bet what Phil told me, uh, pick of the week. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet the under in the first responder bowl for Phil Steele. You know, they, they beat Iowa State. Iowa State ended up good, right? Like, they ended up in one of the elite bowls, and, and they lost their opening game to Louisiana. So
2: Next game, the Lending Tree Bowl, <laughs> which is in Mobile, Alabama. As it would this, be. this is Western Kentucky mm-hmm. playing Georgia State. So, if you remember, Western started off really bad. They're on a three-game win streak. Georgia State is a three-and-a-half point favorite, and this is one of Phil's two-star picks as well.
0: Phil likes the crappy games for the two-star. Hey, you know, I forgot. I meant to try to make this a Western Kentucky watch party Saturday and forgot to do that. Who's the favorite again? Georgia State, three-and-a-half. Yeah, I got to go with the Hilltoppers. I couldn't tell you anything about Georgia State except Ryan Harrow went there and their coach fell off that stool in the NCAA tournament. Um, none of those are really applicable to this game, but uh, one of Ryan, of Dante Key's 33 sons is at Western Kentucky, and so I'm going to take Western Kentucky to cover.
1: I'm going to continue the theme of comparing everything to Coastal Carolina and bring up that Georgia State lost to Coastal Carolina 51 to nothing earlier this season. Their resume doesn't look like anything spectacular, really. If you put them side by side, they look pretty even. So I'm going to side with the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers here to cover.
2: I'm going to disagree with you all just because I did a little bit of research here. Georgia State, Georgia State averages 417 yards a game to Western's 290. Georgia State averages 32 points a game compared to Western only averaging 18. I'm going to go with Georgia State here. And guess who else is? My guy, Phil.
0: Well, Phil, I'm putting all my money from the biogenomic stock on the under. And if it ends up losing, it's going to be your fault. And uh, I'm going to be very disappointed. What's the next one?
2: Next was a pretty good game. It'll be the first top 25 game we talked about. And, you know, what a great name for a bowl, the Cheez-It Bowl.
0: I like Cheez-It Bowl. Did you see, by the way, the the one bowl, the Boise bowl, or whatever? They they poured fries on the field. Didn't didn't
1: they get in trouble for that? Wasn't it? They got a penalty. They they <laughs>
0: it was a uh, premature pry, uh, fry ejaculation uh, at the game, and they were not able to uh, uh, they were not able to get it off the field in time. It was a five yard penalty.
2: I hope I ever never hear those words uttered <laughs> again the rest of my life. What you just said. <laughs>
1: Uh, we so, might not have to put the R-rated tag on our Christmas special here if we, we keep up. Wait a minute,
0: would stop it. If you watched episode four of How To With John Wilson, this is nothing compared to that. Jay, have you watched that show yet that we told I you to not, watch? I have not. What's it called again? How? Have you not been listening to the show, Jay? We yeah, but it's HBO, that.
2: right? I don't have HBO. Oh, well,
0: you don't, you you have right. just, it's called How To With John Wilson. If you ever watch it, be very careful about the last 10 minutes of episode four. I'll just leave it at that. Cheese it, bull, it's Miami and somebody, right? Who's the other one?
2: Miami and Oklahoma State
1: nice. right now,
2: oh, it is a good game. My, Oklahoma State currently is a two-point favorite. If you remember this, I was going to give you all crap about this. You all picked Miami against UNC. UNC absolutely torched it, and that was my bet of the week. But this is a weird game. You got Cheva Hubbard out for Oklahoma State. Now, the only good thing is they've had 300-yard rushers since he's defected. But Miami, both their star defensive backs opted out. They're going to be starting a true freshman, at defensive back in this game.
0: So I did some research on this, and a lot of people don't know this. Miami's players are really big fans of Cheez-Its. They have been for a long time. And so, like, on paper, you go, why do you want to go to the Cheez-It Bowl? But, like, imagine you were a big fan of Cheez-Its, and then you got to go to the Cheez-It Bowl. So I think they're going to be extra motivated. Plus, from a culture standpoint, Mike Gundy – versus Miami, I think Derek King, Derek King or whatever, came from Houston, so he probably doesn't like Oklahoma State because it's so close, so I'm taking the Hurricanes, they did me wrong a couple weeks ago, but they come back and uh, they win the prestigious prestigious Cheez-It Bowl.
1: I was already loving Miami here, I didn't know that fun fact about their team enjoying the delicacy of Cheez-Its uh, I also think this game is in Florida. Not that Oklahoma State has traveled that far, but it, it is a, a home state bowl game for the Hurricanes. And, I, I mean, I've been picking them all year. I know Jay just mentioned they, they burned me last time, but I'm going to keep going with Miami. I think they win this one. Have you? Do you like Cheez-Its? Everybody likes Cheez-Its, right?
2: I love Cheez-Its.
1: I mean, I'm like okay. Like, I
0: like Cheez-Its. I, there's, I can't think of a scenario where I would voluntarily buy Cheez-Its like, there's not, like, I'm never, like, you know what I am in the mood for? Cheez-Its. I think I only would get a Cheez-It if I was at a gas station and, like, that was my one selection. But if I have a Cheez-It, I'm not disappointed. But, Jay, do you go out of your way to buy Cheez-Its?
2: No, but I, it, it sounds like something they would carry at Ollie's.
0: Oh, yeah. By the way, oh, I sure. Got, the Ollie stock just got back to, av- the, to, to level today after after a month so I'm, I'm i don't hate ollies anymore but it took a long time who do you got uh, jay
2: next game we have you
0: make your pick yeah oh
2: oh i didn't did i i'm actually going to go with you guys and go with miami i read a good article that the coach is like they really want to play again after they got their doors blown off by unc i think they'll show up here so i'm going to go with uh, you guys in miami on this one
0: perfect what's the next one
2: It's the Alamo Bowl where you have Colorado playing Texas. I don't know if you've got a chance to check out Colorado, but Jerry Rice's son is a freshman receiver for Colorado. Pretty cool to watch. This is Texas's 57th time playing the Alamo Bowl. Texas is a 10-point favorite.
0: Are you serious about that? 57th time? That's what it said. I looked it up. That can't be right, can it?
1: It'd be like they're there every year.
0: Your... You have to uh, listen. I, I I I gotta wave a flag. I gotta call. I gotta. Call, I gotta wave the challenge flag. I, I mean, I don't know, but I cannot imagine Texas is playing in fifty-seven Alamo Bowls. I'll
2: look it up again. I think I'm right.
0: Maybe they're five and seven in Alamo Bowls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that'll be
0: great it is more that's... likely first of all i'm gonna look up how many alamo bowls have even happened i can't imagine i mean isn't alamo rent-a-car so like has that even been around that long it's okay. been played annually since 1993 so they must have played <laughs> <laughs> i, want to I see where he got, got confused I want to know where you got this statistic.
2: I'm gonna to have to figure this one oh, out.
0: Hang like, hey on, see. no, no, no. I, I, I need to. I'm going to look and see. All right, in the history of the Alamo Bowl, I'm looking right now. How many times has Texas been? They were in it in 2006. They were in it in 2012, 2013. This will be their fifth Alamo Bowl <laughs> in history. Little fewer than 57. I need to know how you came up with that number. I have to
2: look back
1: on that one. I found the answer. It's, there's a headline I just saw that says, it is Texas's 57th bowl appearance, not Alamo. That's what I meant.
2: To, thank you, Drew. That's what I meant to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They've
1: been to others. All right, all right here's what I'm going to
0: do as I'm watching this game, I'm just going to go, wow, for the 57th time, what the, the history of Texas running onto the Alamo bowl field? Um, what's the spread again? Texas minus 10. Colorado covers that. Texas been to this bowl so many times. They're tired of it. It's not even something they want to be at. Colorado covers the
1: tip. So I go against Texas every opportunity. It tends to work well. And then in doing a little research on this game, I saw that 99% of the money is on Colorado. I don't know why. That is is a that huge, right? Yeah, that is a huge percentage of the money. So I guess – in what world would I pick Texas in this scenario? I'm going with Colorado. That's amazing. Ninety-nine percent of the money.
0: Wait, what do you got, Jay?
2: You know it's funny, and I think this has happened a couple times this year where this is Phil's four-star pick, and I think it's what he does is he sees where the money goes, and he just that's his that's his pick. But you know, I'm going to go with you all. I, I think uh, there's something to be said there about why all the money's on there. And I think one thing when I look at all these bowl games is. Who wants to win more? And there always seems to be like a lot of a negative of going around wants,
0: Texas. Who, who wants who to wants be playing more? or not? That's a big part of it. Yeah. And
2: man, I was going to say this is a good week. That like it might be a good bet to go money line Colorado. Like I think on the bowls, okay. if you can find a team that there's a big spread like that, it might the money line might be a really good bet.
0: I like that as well. I think that's, those are all, yeah, a big part of Bowls is who wants to be there. This is a weird year because of COVID, because the teams that didn't want to be there, I think, just didn't play, right? So I think that they're, you know, it's that, that is always my strategy for Bowls. This year's a little different, but uh, what's next?
2: I, you can't make this stuff up. The Mayo Bowl. Did you know yeah, that was the Mayo
0: Bowl, former Belt Bowl?
2: Charlotte, North Carolina. We've got Wisconsin at Wake Forest. I you know I looked this I did look this up and you can look this up Wake Forest ranks in the top 20 in points scored in NCAA while with, with Wisconsin allows hardly any points. The I'm surprised the over under here's 53 and a half so I, we'll see what happens. Wisconsin is currently a 7 point favorite.
0: Well, you know Wisconsin this is the 84th time they've played in the Mayo Bowl and every single time they bring it. So I will say that Wisconsin I'm picking Wisconsin I don't think Wake Forest is any good you know I know Les Johns is there covering the team and that helps them a lot but uh, I think the boys from Madison will pound it on the Demon Deacons and I will take Wisconsin to get all the mayonnaise
1: Yeah, I'm with Jay it's very confusing with two teams that are completely different I don't think Wake Forest is good. I think Wisconsin's a better team, but in Wisconsin's last three games, I think they scored seven, six, and seven, or something like that. So something's got to give here. I think I'll take Wake Forest just because Wisconsin hadn't shown they can put up any points really all year.
2: You know, I what a disappointing season. Wisconsin's records three and three. That has to be a total disappointment for a, them.
0: What a bummer! But yeah.
2: listen, I'm going big Wisconsin. This might be my bet of the all the bowls, and I, I go back. Louisville beat Wisconsin, or Wake Forest 45-21. to 21. Yeah. That means Wake Forest must be terrible. I agree. So I'm, I'm going with Wisconsin here. I'm with
0: you, Jay. I think this might be the best bet of the bowls. I think this might be the, the bowl them down bet because I think this is where I would put my money as well. I, I like Wisconsin uh, big in this one. I was just sitting here looking while you were talking, and I got four Christmas cards in the mail today. And I was going to wonder, are you all like – are you all people that do Christmas cards?
1: No, uh, we Abby actually asked do. If, go, ahead, go ahead. Abby asked me if we are going to do one, and I was like, no, we don't have a child or a dog or any reason to send cards. But Jay, you do?
2: We actually do New Year's cards, just to be a little different. So we'll send cards know. out for New Year's. So now, my wife's
0: one. I mean, I, I don't remember having many in the past, but um, we'll
2: see it'll be your 54th christmas card or whatever <laughs> you know um, what
0: is there are certain kinds of friends of mine that are christmas card friends like people who sort of have their lives together enough to send christmas cards and then there are the ones who don't so like so here are the ones i just got tyler thompson she's a christmas card friend you know drew like then mm-hmm. she's that guy my parents they are christmas card friends um uh hubby and sarah they're kind of christmas cards people and then morgan mcgarvey you know, he's a politician, so he's definitely a Christmas card person. But, like, Drew, I don't see you really ever being a Christmas card. I
1: know I'll never be a Christmas
0: card person. But do I, I, sent
1: one, do that? I sent one about five or six years ago. I was single, and it was just me holding a candy cane, and I had it made and sent it to a lot of people.
0: I have that story I've told before on the radio show that Tony Kornheiser says that uh, Mike Lupica –
1: you know, the, the
0: the sports guy, Mike Lupica, he he would send Christmas cards every year. And one year, his family's Christmas card, and he had three kids, his family's Christmas card was just him sitting on a horse. Which, I like that. <laughs> which I always funny. Like, if you have kids, but you don't send a picture of the kids, and you only send a picture of yourself, that would be very funny to me.
2: You know, my, my wife does something unique. She keeps our Christmas cards up all year. They stay in a certain, in the hallway, they stay up all year. Now, I'm a little bit older than you, maybe a lot older, but one of my buddies, he was kind of the last one to get married. And one, you know, we'd all send our our pictures with our babies and stuff. He sent a picture of he and Ashley Judd back in the day. and It was like, Ashley and Chris want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. It was was really good.
0: (laughs) I like that. That's a good idea. Well, I just don't have, I just am not organized enough to send Christmas cards, I think. So what are you going to do? All right. What day of the week are we on here?
2: We are still on Wednesday, December 30th. All right,
0: what's the next one?
2: The next one is the Music City Bowl, and I actually wanted to ask you, too, what you thought about Missouri's decision to, to kind of opt into this bowl when they had other options. But you have Missouri against Iowa. Iowa's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: That's amazing to me that they're a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking Missouri, by the way. I mean, I don't know if they'll win, but they'll cover 14-and-a-half. I think Missouri's – you know, I think they're decent. Um You know, I I understand – I mean, from what I understand, their reasoning was that they were like, we want to – when we go to Florida for a bowl, when we can take people. That was the idea. Like, you know, a Florida bowl is a big deal. You know, for Kentucky, I actually kind of – I mean, I'm glad we're playing in the Gator Bowl because I think we can win that game. I think if we played Nashville, I think a lot of our fans would have gone, Drew. I don't think anybody's going to go to the Gator Bowl probably. So – you know, I see what Missouri was saying, but I'd rather play NC State than Iowa because we would lose to Iowa, and I think we're going to beat NC State. So, uh, but I will take Missouri Missouri to cover this game.
1: Yeah, I, I get why they did it. I'm sure they'll have a much better turnout. Uh, people just driving over as opposed to asking their fans to go to airports this time of year in a pandemic. Clearly, it's not as good as a game for them, but I, they chose to at least give people the opportunity for an experience. And I I'm like I say, I wish Kentucky had done that, but I think we would have. Like you said, more people would have gone if it were closer. Uh, and yeah, we didn't get the, the we didn't get the yeah choice. we didn't have the yeah. we didn't have the option. But um, for the game, I talked so much trash about Missouri before the season. I mean, I was borderline mean of how bad they were going to suck, and boy was I wrong. I think that's just too many points in this game. I don't think they'll win it, but they'll they'll keep it close.
2: I, I think this is tough because let's not forget Missouri just got blasted by Mississippi State. Right.
0: That's true. So,
2: and the highest rated pro football focus. I looked this one up The highest rated player in Missouri, their right tackle has opted out. Remember, I think I mentioned this earlier. I only lost two games and they lost those two games by five points. So I, what scares the death that me here is the half a point. If this was under 14, um, but I, I, that half point scares me enough that I'm going to go with Missouri.
0: All right, uh, I heard Chris Berman the other night. Somehow he was doing highlights, and he called the Missouri coach Eli. Hey, bartender, pour me a drink of wits. <laughs> Berman's Which, had some good ones lately in his comeback. Yeah, though. listen, I thought Rodrigo, hey, you suck my ship was was a, was was highly inspired, actually. So, uh, whoop, I, I'm you know I'm uh, I'm totally good with him. Well, let's take a little break here, and let's talk about mybookie.com. You go to mybookie.com right now, you can put in the promo code free money and you will be able to get whatever amount of money you put in 50% free. So put in $150, we'll give you 75. Put in $300, we'll give you 150. That's how you can do it. And you can do bet these bowl games. They have all kinds of special offers. It's at mybookie.com. A number of you have been doing it. You tell me how easy it is. I had somebody tell me they just withdrew a bunch of money and it was easy. So mybookie.com, that's how you make it work. Just make sure to use my promo code, our promo code, free money, so that you can get half of your money uh, free.
1: Now, as I part of that, real quick, I want to add to that. I, I did the free money promo code. I've done a lot of these gambling sites where they give you free money, and some of them make you bet 450 times in a row before you can ever touch it. That's not the case at my bookie. I, I got it pretty quickly with, with one winner. Well, that's nice of you. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes they're like, I'm going to give you $200 and you have to win 50 straight bets to get that $200. That's not the case here.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, All right, so it is time for our uh, weekly stock option and Louisville restaurant of the week. We'll start with the stock. Um, You know, the the problem is I had a couple of actually really good tips, but I think you don't want to do them now because they've already – you know, they've already kind of hit. So, like, I think the upside is gone. But uh, I, I would say if you're looking at a longer-term one, today I got a pretty good take on, it is called Senseonics Holdings, S-E-N-S, okay? It's like a medical uh, firm that does, I don't know what they do, but they do they do a bunch of stuff. Um, but Senseonics Holdings, and I'm told that they have a chance to potentially triple in value in the January and February. So S E N S on the, uh, on the old stock thing. So there you go. And since, and actually, I'm, I was going to uh, put money on it after hours. And since we've been on this podcast,
1: it's raised 23% in value.
0: So I may have missed the moment, but go ahead.
1: I have another company to keep an eye on. I'm not saying do this. I'm just telling you, read about it. Cause I'm still learning myself. But there's a little company called Walmart. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it. I heard of it. are yeah. dip right now. Their, their pharmacy got in a little bit of trouble. So their stock's down right now. You always went not buy these. What did, their, what, did their, what did their pharmacy do? I didn't read too much into it. Some of the opioids and maybe just a little reckless. I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing about yeah. Walmart here. But um, they did a little dip. We like dips in, in, in the stocks. And yeah, they're, well. about to, they're about to unleash some kind of TikTok something or other. TikTok shopping. 'cause Walmart bought TikTok and they're somehow doing virtual shopping via TikTok. I know this sounds absurd. No, you're I really- making this up. They are yeah. not doing TikTok shopping. How does that even work? I, I don't either. I'm just telling you, I'm still reading this myself, but right now we have worlds colliding where they've dipped. We like dips. And then the yeah. TikTok thing is probably on the horizon. So just keep an eye on Walmart. Yeah, hey, you're a lot smarter about this stuff than I am.
0: I've learned though a little secret and this I'm going to share this with people because it's now worked for me with uh with Nike, it's worked for me with AutoZone, it's worked for me with Lululemon. When companies announce their earnings, they either go way up or way down. And if it's a very solid company and the earnings go down, for some reason, the stock collapses for a day, like just collapses. But then if it's a good company, it's always gonna come back. Like, where's it going? So like AutoZone collapsed, I bought a ton of it. And within a week, it was back to where it was before. I am doing that strategy every day when the earnings come out. If some company's earnings aren't what you want, give it a day. It's going to go way down. Then buy it when it's at the bottom. It'll come right back up in a week, and you make money. That's happened for me with Lululemon, AutoZone, and uh, uh, what was it, Bed Bath and Beyond, or something like that. So I, that that is my uh, little pick. You have to look on the internet though for when companies announce their earnings.
2: So Matt, I did take your AMC tip. Uh, I bought that hasn't MC, gone well. So I, well, it's just I'm. It's a waiting game. It it's is. A, that's a. It's a gamble for sure. It's definitely here, a gamble. I'm going to give you a simple one. SPH, suburban propane. There is so much propane being used right now. There's no way in hell this stock doesn't go up.
0: So hang on. I got to look up suburban propane. SPH, suburban propane. It's coming. Uh,
1: Jay, how did you decide on Suburban? Because I was thinking propane myself because I'm going through pro- propane left and right.
2: I, I sat up one night, honestly, and I just went through propane stocks and found the one that I like the best.
1: Well, I like it because it's
0: it's it's it had a big rise when the winter started and now it's dipped some. So I'm adding Suburban propane. I'll tell you what, I think the stock market's closed on Christmas Eve, but uh monday i'm loading up on your suburban propane it's a lot better than city propane anyway you don't want any you don't want any of that urban propane all right what's the restaurant in uh, louisville you've mentioned
2: this before on the show and i'm a south end of louisville guy at heart bonnie and clyde's pizza oh dude it's so good you, you have to it's, it's now great. you
0: i i feel like you get lung cancer when you walk in there in some ways like it's a you know, the EPA might want to do some testing in terms of, but in terms of food, the place is awesome. If you're wanting customer service, that's not the place yeah, to that, go. That's not <laughs> their strength either. They do seem angry that you're there. Like, what are you doing bothering us? And, they all, and they're and they cash only, right? Aren't they cash only? What was the I name of the i, I got to remember. Honey and Clyde's Pizza. And Clyde's. It's out there and next to Fairdale High School. It's been
2: there forever. It's been there since I, I – I don't know how old it is, but it's been there ever, as long as I've been alive.
0: I'm, I, I, listen, I'm all for that. Just understand the people are not going to be nice to you. You should have worn a mask even pre-COVID when you went in there. And, uh, you know, there's going to be some grease on the tables. But if you're okay with all that, the food is excellent. I totally agree. All right, let's get back to it. What's next?
2: Right, going to the Cotton Bowl. So we've got Florida playing Oklahoma. So, I actually really want to watch this game. I think it will be um, interesting. Oklahoma is the first team in the last 10 years to win their conference after starting 0-2. Right now, Florida is a two-and-a-half point favorite, and we know that, that Kyle Pitts has already opted out.
0: Yeah, I think that's a big deal. To me, this is a toss-up. You're giving me two-and-a-half points, and I don't have to worry about Pitts. So, I'm taking Oklahoma, but
1: I could see any, you know, any result at all here. Can I get an over here? This seems like a high-scoring game. I'm going to take Florida, uh, assuming they don't throw any more shoes. I just think, um, you know, the the way the the LSU game played out and then losing to Bama, I I just think they're due for a win here.
2: I'm going to agree with Drew. I think that Florida drew a team that they can get fired up to play. So I I think that will go – but Drew, (laughs) this is probably the – big. I think it's the biggest on the board.
0: 71 and a half. Whoa, 71 and a half. Damn. Yeah, I I like Oklahoma. I think this is – I think Florida ending the season on a three-game losing streak would be good. Plus, you have Dan Mullen just got on some probation there. Uh, So, a lot of things to going against the Gators. What's next?
2: Next, we start New Year's Eve. So, we have the Armed Forces Bowl, which is going to be in Fort Worth, Texas. We have Mississippi State, who's at their first bowl game since 2017, and Tulsa, who barely lost to Cincinnati in the AAC championship. Tulsa is actually a a two-and-a-half-point favorite here.
0: So I didn't like that there's an Armed Forces Bowl, and for a while Army didn't have a bowl, because it feels like that should have been one that they could have gotten into. Um, I I feel like when when Mike Leach has a long time to prepare – he wins against especially against teams where athletes aren't as good. So I'm gonna take lot Mike Leach. I think they come out and I think they whip up on Tulsa, win by 10. I'll take Mississippi State.
1: Yeah, I see everything I've looked is pointing towards Tulsa. A lot of the bets on this game were on Tulsa. I just I guess it's the SEC bias, but I, I tried to I, I tend to lean with our conference. So I'm gonna go with Mississippi State here for the same reason of giving Leach some time. Hopefully his players. I respect them enough to show up for a bowl game, Uh, but I I think they play well and win this.
2: I agree with both of you. I think that Mississippi State putting it on Missouri kind of tells you the players are still playing hard. Um, So I'm going to go with Mississippi State as well there.
0: All right, what's next?
2: Next, and Matt, you just talked about this, the Liberty Bowl. The Liberty Bowl originally was West Virginia and Tennessee. Tennessee opts out with COVID. Army, I read a great article today that all the players, you know, the bowl that they were supposed to go to um, got canceled. They were 9-2 and this year. Their coach, Jeff Munkin, has been actually talked about in a lot of vacancies. Um, You know, as far as the free money is concerned, I stopped uh, picking West Virginia games because all of us want Neil Brown to do so well. We were always picking for him. But you have West Virginia, who's a a 7.5-point favorite over Army.
0: West Virginia is going to win this game by like thirty. No offense to Army, but Army played BYU in that game earlier in the year, and BYU beat them by a thousand, I think. Um, and uh, so I interviewed the Army coach, another nice gentleman. But West Virginia is going to roll. No offense to Army. I like Army, but the athleticism is not close. So give me West Virginia.
1: I'm siding with you again. I think West Virginia is going to win this one big. If you look at Army's resume, I mean, there's a lot of wins, but the opponents are, you know, the Citadel and Mercer, things like that. So I I think uh, West Virginia, with the the test they've survived so far and Neil Brown's offense, I'm going to go with them.
2: The unfortunate thing here is, Man, think how much we would all be cheering for West Virginia if they were playing Tennessee. You could probably have a watch party at KS Bar for West Virginia. I would have showed up in West Virginia. Yeah, there. oh, no,
0: that's a good point. We would have all worn, like, coonskin hats and got out there and yelled,
2: yeah. So I kind of hate it for, for Neil Brown because, it's like you all said, it's kind of hard to cheer against the Army, but I think West Virginia blasts them here.
0: Me too. Actually, I like that even more than that Wisconsin game. So give me – I may make West Virginia my – I'm still patriotic, but I'm also a hillbilly. Pick of the week.
2: So the next bowl is the Arizona Bowl, where we have Ball State playing San Jose State.
0: What 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 better way to salute the state of Arizona than Ball State and San Jose? Isn't San Jose State like really good this year? San Jose,
2: they're undefeated. They beat Boise State. Ball State ended up being the MAC champion. And if you know, the running back for Buffalo is really, really good. Um, Ball State held him to 56 yards in that game.
0: Okay, what's the line?
2: San Jose State is eight over under 63.
0: So Whitlock went to Ball State, so I'm taking San Jose State. And uh, I think they will win by a decent amount. Eight, I don't like eight. This is probably one I would tease. But uh, I'll still take San Jose State to cover.
1: I'll go Ball State here. I mean, I'd be lying if I told you I knew much about either team, but I I do know Ball State lost the first game of the year and won six in a row. Um, San Jose State's undefeated. They're both good. I guess I'll just take Ball State to be different here. I
2: wouldn't bet this game because of the eight, but I think – San Jose State, being able to go undefeated is enough motivation. They're going to really show up, so I'm going to go with San San Jose State And that's a football
0: program that, like, in the last 20 years has been just atrocious for years,
1: and now to be undefeated is kind of a cool thing, so. And they beat Boise in Boise's conference, and then Auburn hired Boise's coach. That makes sense.
2: The last New Year's Eve Bowl is the Texas Bowl. And this pairs two Southwest Conference rivals from back in the day, Arkansas and TCU. You know, I looked at this and I, it, it, I thought it was wrong. Arkansas's three and seven. I just felt like they had a better year than that. Yeah. Um, TCU's six and four. TCU's a six
0: point favorite. Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, I could see any result here. Arkansas has struggled finishing the year. Like I think we all kind of remember. Like I was at a hell. The only college football game I went to this year was an Arkansas game. But uh, I, I think TCU wins. Probably wins comfortably. Um, No offense to Arkansas, but I'm going to take the the what is it the rugged the horns. What what kind of horns are they? Horn frogs. Horn frogs. Yes, I'm going to take them.
1: Yeah, I think Arkansas fooled us all. We expected them to win no games. I think even Vegas had the over-under at like one game for their season, but then they won three early, but they were against, I think, the two Mississippi schools in Tennessee. That's right. And they didn't really do anything else at all after that. So, might be a little fraud there with Arkansas. I'll take TCU here.
2: So, Matt, I told Drew when I came on today that I, I've been surprised. of a small slice of your alls world, because as I've had Twitter followers chirp at me and – uh, you have some of the nicest people say the nicest thing. And then, you know, I could go 10 for 10 and lo- lose one game. And then somebody's like, you don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. You now throw down. that in with a comment about politics. And then, like, like and then when Kentucky loses, and there, now you're my DMs, but go ahead.
2: I'm going to take TCU here. Um, I, I, the only thing I worry about is Arkansas rallying around that coach. I think we've all talked about this year that's kind of the coach you rally around. So, but I'm going to go with TCU. So now we're going to get into the New Year's Day Bowls. First one's going to be the Peach Bowl, which is going to be in Atlanta. You've got undefeated Cincinnati playing Georgia. You know, Georgia's got to be disappointed again. They didn't get – we know that eight players have already opted out at Georgia for the game. Is that right? Wow. George's minus seven. And actually, Kirby Smart said he doesn't even know who's opting out yet, which is probably not a great sign. And that's why these, I think, games like this are really hard to pick
0: because of this stuff is like really that. hard because you get the game like a few years ago. Well, it's more than a few years ago now, but Utah's won a couple of these games over the years where you didn't think they were going to win. And it, I mean, it's tough. Central Florida, um, you know, I'm going to take Cincinnati to cover just because I have no idea what George is going to show up. I could see a scenario where Georgia wins by 30, but I think the more likely scenario is Cincinnati covers. Georgia maybe wins by 3 or something, so I'll take uh, I'll take Cincinnati.
1: I think I really like Cincinnati here. I might even take them to win just because Georgia began the season with playoff hopes and SEC championship hopes, championship hopes and now they're playing Cincinnati, where the opposite Cincinnati undefeated, you know, they're not going to get a playoff bid, but they have a Georgia team they can play. And really make a statement that, hey, we're a for-real team. We can compete with the big dogs. So I think as we talked earlier in the show about, you know, motivation, I think Cincinnati has a lot of it here. And With Georgia players looking for the exit, I think Cincinnati can steal one.
2: And I agree with you guys. And, Drew, I was going to say this might be another game you think about the money line because there's a possibility that Georgia just comes in flat and doesn't care. I think they have another huge recruiting class next year. So, they're looking to next year. They're not worried about this year. So one one thing, though, they'll have
0: a lot of fans there. I mean, it's like – it's in Atlanta, so, you know.
2: Yep. Next game is the Citrus Bowl, Auburn against Northwestern. I dug this stat up. Alabama has only lost six SEC games in the last eight years. Think about that. Half of those games were to Gus Malzon. And he loses his job. This is going to be a low-scoring affair, Drew. The spread is Northwestern 3.5. Drew, I want you to guess the over-under on this game.
1: Uh, I have no idea. 48. 43.5.
0: Wow. So, normally I, I think I might pick Northwestern here, but Auburn is going to have a new coach who's going to, like – in theory, the players are going to want to, like, look good for him or whatever. It's a new era. You know, it's uh, – I'm going to take Auburn. I can't – I mean, I can't believe they're an underdog, but I am I feel good about Auburn here.
1: I, I mean, I don't even know how – like, what Auburn will look like. So, the new coach is going to coach him. Does he even, does he even know their names yet? I mean, he just got there. Uh, I assume – I don't think I've heard Seth Williams or any of their big players opting out, so – Torn. I guess I'll go Auburn just to side with the SEC, but this is a game just where they've had the turnover that just happened. I, I could see Northwestern coming in and beating them. Massive
0: athleticism difference here, though, between these schools, and that, and, and I think that matters in these games. But go ahead, Jay. I'm
2: going to have to agree with you guys. I think it's going to get mad. I think you've hit on what I was going to say is I think those it's going to be almost like a tryout for next year, and some of those players are going to want to show out for the new coach. So I'm going to take Auburn, go with you guys. All right, what's next? Next game is the Rolls Bowl. You got Notre Dame at Alabama. You got There's Notre not a D-
0: spread you could give me that would make me take anything but Alabama. What is it, like 17 and a half?
2: 19 and a half. And, Drew, I've already looked it up for you. I got it dialed up. First quarter, and I'm telling you, I'm loading up, is Alabama minus seven. First half, Alabama minus 11. I'm loading up on those two. Ian Book is 30 and four but they cannot win a big game. I don't even think they should be in this game. Neil Saban looks for his sixth title, 19 and a half, Alabama.
0: Alabama's going to win by 40. So, I mean, like, I love the first quarter. I would parlay the first quarter, the first half, and the game. Just give me all of them. Alabama wins by a ton.
1: So, last Saturday was UK-North Carolina, and then the big Notre Dame game followed – Abby's a huge Notre Dame football fan because her family, so we had a Kentucky basketball Notre Dame football party. You would talk about an awful day with both teams kind of getting whooped. Notre Dame just did not show up whatsoever. I think Alabama murders them. That first quarter and first half spread are laughable. I want to get on those I want to pause the podcast right now so I can bet them Alabama's.
2: I'm, I'm with you, and just so everybody knows, Alabama covered first quarter, first half last week. I bet them both.
1: What does Vegas do, though? Because they're it gets to a point where, like, one little turnover not scoring a touchdown can, can mess it up. But it can't make the spread, you know, 14. I don't know what quarters. they do. I don't know how you can – like,
0: I don't even know how you control that if you're them. It's easy money. You're just, you're just handing away money. So, it's the way it goes. What's next?
2: Hey, I dug up this stat I want to run by you real quick, though, about Alabama. Alabama last week, Najee Harris became the second SEC player to score five touchdowns in multiple games. Any guess who the other one was? You're not going to get it. Kentucky's Bob Davis, 1936-1937.
0: Yeah, it was been a while before I got old Bob. He's, uh, he, he was a old roundabout Bob Davis uh, was good. So we got Ohio State, Clemson. Sugar Bowl. We got Ohio-
2: I think it's an absolute travesty that Ohio State's even playing in this game.
0: All right, Clemson
2: Travis. is the first FBS team ever to win six consecutive conference championships. Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite.
0: First of all, I just dis- like look. I hate Ohio State, and I understand they only played six games, but they're one of the four best teams. I mean, did you really think if Ohio State played Cincinnati, they wouldn't pound them? I mean, I you know. With that said, I think Clemson wins this game. You know, seven and a half, I, that's a tough number because I think this game will be close. I'm going to take Ohio State to cover. I think Clemson wins, but I think Ohio State will keep it close. And I think they have a chance to win, so they have a chance to win, and you're telling me I get seven and a half, I'll take the bucket.
1: Yeah, it's it's the seven and a half that throws me off. If, if it were seven, or heck, if I could get a six and a half, I, I'd load up on Clemson there, but that, that half point kind of pushes me towards Ohio State staying within a touchdown, so even though I think Clemson wins, I think the Buckeyes cover.
2: You know, I was kind of a believer at Ohio State at the beginning of the year, and I, I don't think they've played that great, to be honest with you. I think Clemson's going to win this and cover.
0: By the way, I just saw on the, on the ESPN screen, it says, Juju Smith-Schuster says he will stop dancing on logos, for on the team logos at midfield for the betterment of, quote, myself and my family. What does that have to do with his family? Like, it's
1: like – Probably because he came home in two pieces from Cincinnati Monday
0: night. Seems like a weird sentence. My family, I'm going to stop dancing on the logos for the betterment of my family. Um, All right, so uh, what do we got next day?
2: January 2nd, the Gator Bowl, Kentucky versus NC State. Kentucky is currently a a two-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: That's crazy. I, it is insane that NC State is 8-3 and three and we're 4-6 and six and we're a 25 point favorite. But I actually think it's correct because I think we're going to win. If you look at NC State's schedule, they've barely beaten anybody. And the people they beat, they beat by like a point. So we should be favored. And not only
1: that, we're going to win, and it's going to be awesome. Cates by 90. I pick Kentucky football a lot, and most of the time it's a homer pick. And I, I admit that it's a homer pick. I let people know. But on this one, I think you can – Tell me it's not Kentucky and just show me the two teams. And I'm still all about the Cats in this one. I'm not impressed by NC State's resume. Seeing Mark Stoops on Sunday uh, in that press conference, he was thrilled about the bowl game. I haven't seen him that happy in months. I think the whole team is excited to get there and uh, play a a team that's not in the SEC. I think the Cats could really put on a great show here, so I'm taking them to cover.
2: Matt, Kentucky finished top 20 in two categories. You want to guess what they are?
0: Uh, pass defense and drops. Uh, I was going to say, I don't know, rushing. I don't know. Interceptions.
2: Net punting should have got that one and actually red zone defense, but something to look for in this game. And, you know, I'm not picking this game. Um, NC state's in the top 25 in punt returns and kick returns. So hopefully Max Duffy shows out and doesn't allow that to happen.
0: By the Go way, packs. as you're saying that, as you're talking about punt statistics, Louisiana Tech just ran a punt back. So, on my screen, they haven't punted yet. Thanks for the spoiler. Well, actually, he gets—he <laughs> just got tackled at the 15. Sorry, that's okay. Yeah. I don't care about the game. But that's pretty impressive, actually. That—that yeah. uh, that, what a coincidence. All right, what's next?
2: Next is the Outback Bowl, which pits Ole Miss at Indiana. Um, I would think Indiana's got to be. Not excited about that opponent for the year they've had. Um, Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral has thrown 14 interceptions this season. 11 of those came in two games. IU is number, and I think this will be neat to watch, IU is number one in the nation in red zone defense. Indiana is a seven-point favorite right now.
0: I like Ole Miss in this one big, and I'm going to money line it for this reason. The reason, when you say they have great red zone defense, that's nice, but that usually helps against teams that can't do what Ole Miss does, which is score from 40, 50 yards away. I think Ole Miss puts up the offense. I think Ole Miss wins. This is Lane Kiffin going, hey, everybody, because the Outback Bowl is better than where they should be, so they want to, like, make a little la da Plus, it makes it good look good for the SEC if you beat, Big Ten's second best team with our 10th best team. Ole Miss not only covers, they win. Ooh, that was like a dramatic ESPN thing there. They win. Right. Hey, listen, I'm hosting Greeny on uh, Monday. I got to get ready. Shout out to Subway. Um, By the way, how about the fact I'm hosting Mike Greenberg's show, who I've mocked <laughs> for a long I mean, like, they can't really know that. But anyway.
1: <laughs> Nobody has to know. I'm going to Ole Miss, too, uh, and I got to tell you, I am really loving Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss to the point I'm like – I hate that they're in UK's conference because I want them to be my second team. He's having so much fun there and tweeting things he shouldn't tweet and the offense is fast-paced. I'm taking but the it's going to end in
0: scandal. I mean, oh, man, yes, you know sure. it's going to like, and it may not be an NCA scandal. I think it's more likely a personal scandal. Like
1: it's it's coming. You know that's true. I mean, have you seen this Mary Flipmas on Twitter where he's just bragging about stealing people's recruits and then he has them tweeting Mary Flipness when he when they signed? I mean, usually a coach and you take a guy's recruit, you know, you're happy to do it, but you kind of keep it silent. You don't brag about it. But he's got memes and everything, just taunting everyone as he takes their players. You're right that it'll be a mess in the end, but it's fun right now. So, here you take I, You take an Ole, Ole miss?
2: miss? Yeah. All right. Matt, I don't think this is happening this year. I had every intention of picking Indiana here, but uh, you kind of sold me on this one. And I think I can see Kiffin using this for recruiting purposes. Um, so, I'm going to go with Ole Miss and take the seven points there.
0: I mean, this is the Outback Bowl is a great bowl, and a four and six team never gets to go to that bowl. And so, the way it's played out, I mean, he's got a real chance to to make a statement. So,
2: we've got two games left, okay? And one of them's not Louisville. We got the Fiesta Bowl, yes, which is going to be Oregon. I think Matt mentioned this earlier. Iowa State, Um, Oregon. I mean, how weird is that? They end up being the Pac twelve champs because they got into the Pac twelve championship because somebody else couldn't play, and they end up beating, the, beating LSU in that game. Um, Iowa State um, had a five-game win streak going until they lost Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. Iowa State's a four-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: Is, uh, okay, so most importantly, the Fiesta Bowl is no longer sponsored by Tostitos, which made me sad um, because you don't get to hear Brent Musburger go, this is for all the Tostitos. Uh, I think now it's it's sponsored by, like, something weird. Isn't it? What is it?
1: Like, uh,
0: PlayStation. Yeah, well, it's not as weird as
1: I thought. But It's kind um, of weird for a bowl game, though. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm going to take Oregon because I refuse to believe Iowa State is good because I watched all of their opening game against Louisiana, and they got dominated. And it was never really – Louisiana, I think, won by, like, two touchdowns. So I'm taking Oregon. Plus Jeff Schwartz, my old co-host
1: from Oregon. He's obsessive about it. Um, I'm taking Oregon. Uh, this is one I have no thoughts either way. Uh, you said it was four and a half. I guess I'll go Iowa State just to be different because I feel like I've been siding with Matt this whole podcast, but uh, I really think anything could happen here.
2: Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Drew here, but I, I wouldn't bet this game in a million years. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll go with Iowa State here. Watched. So the last game is the Orange Bowl. Which is going to be in Miami, obviously, and you're going to have North Carolina, and they've got to be disappointed at Texas A&M. Um, Texas A&M is seven point favorite.
0: So this is tough because Texas A&M has to be disappointed they're not in the playoff, but they are in the Orange Bowl, and North Carolina is a uh, it's not marquee, but it's kind of marquee. I think they, I think for Jimbo Fisher, you can't make the argument you should be there and then lose this game. So I think that A and will come out. They'll play. I think they're better. North Carolina. We've seen this. We have been bad picking their games all year. At least me and Drew, because we think they're going to win and they lose. We think they're going to lose their win. But I'm going to take A and M to cover here and get a big victory.
2: Hey Drew, before you pick, um, I looked this up. North Carolina is going to be without its leading rusher, rusher, its top tackler, and its leading receiver.
1: I did not know that. But it just adds to my confidence that Texas A&M wins this by a million. They don't get a moral victory for it, but I think they really want to show that they should have been in the playoff. And, you know, 21-point win on a team like this, they'll at least be able to hang their hat on that and walk off the field and come back next year. So I think they're going to come out and just absolutely murder UNC, which means UNC will win because, as Matt noted, we always miss. But uh, I think A&M is really good and really motivated in this one.
2: It's good. I I totally agree with what Matt said. I think if this was the most confidence bowl pools, I would be very confident in this game, and I would take Texas A&M. Hey,
0: do you remember the the story about the many years ago about the balloon boy? I remember balloon boy. I don't remember the specifics of what balloon didn't he disappear? Yeah, these parents reported that their kid had floated away in a homemade balloon and everybody went looking for him and then it turns out like he was just like hanging out in their house or something do you remember this yeah i remember now yeah apparently they got convicted and jailed for 20 days for filing a false police report and the governor of of colorado just pardoned them uh 11 years later so that
1: seemed like it was forever ago uh when that was yeah i'm kind of like you until i read that story
0: i remembered there was a balloon boy but i didn't remember what that meant or uh it's sort of like bubble boy on seinfeld and i couldn't remember the the details take
2: the over with balloon boy
0: (laughs) that's right so for those of you uh at home wondering about the balloon boy parents they are now pardoned and uh it should be very exciting so i hope everyone has a merry christmas um, we will be back next week to do some NFL games. We're gonna go through the Super Bowl and uh yeah, that'll be that. Uh Jay, Drew, I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. You too. Merry Christmas, fellas. Merry Christmas. And remember, uh, big announcement coming at first of the year that I I I let Jay and Lyndon know what it was. Are you excited about it?
2: I'm excited. I am excited. And Merry Christmas to everybody, especially the people that are nice to me on Twitter. <laughs> If you're not an Iceman Twitter to the hell with you. Have a bad Christmas. (laughs)